Welcome to the Hashtag Attitude Shield Podcast. The true mental operating script rewriting program designed for those looking for a change from within. Change from within. No more hype or sugar-coated promises. This is to-the-point guidance on how to change the way we think to grab the life we always wanted. Are you ready for the change? Now your host, David L. Parker. Welcome to the next episode of Hashtag Attitude Shield, your mind operating script rewriting program. I'm David L. Parker, and it's going to be a beautiful day here in the Black Hills of South Dakota. I'm recording this the morning of. It is 5.38. Sun has cracked the mountains. It's a beautiful day. The weather's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to work a lot. And you're going to work a good amount. Why is that? You know, I didn't come up with this phrase, but I love this phrase. I didn't come up with the name of this, but I love the name of this. Addicted to busy. Too many of us are addicted to busy, which is funny because that's one extreme. And then you have a whole generation. And when I say generation, I just mean a large group of people. I'm not talking about a certain age group. I have met plenty of what they would call millennials who are going to be multi-billionaires that are already making a huge impact on the planet. And I met plenty of people in their 50s that are making no more impact than if they weren't here. So when I say generational, I'm not generation. I'm not talking about any particular age group. That's just ridiculous. I'm just talking about a size, a demographic level, a number of people, if you will, some kind of slice of the world that's the opposite. They're addicted to entitlement. They should be given everything just because they exist which is the weakest mindset you could ever have. You know, they've said it before. Those who don't understand history are doomed. I'd like to change that word to sentenced to repeat it. Because strong people make good times. Good times builds weak people. Weak people create bad times. So we have two extremes today. We're talking about Addicted to busy, but I'm making sure you understand they're the opposite. There will always be the opposite. It's like that funny little saying, there is a exception to every rule. Was there an exception to that rule? About a boom. Okay. Addicted to busy. I am one of them. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Raise my hand. I am, I am definitely one of them. Here it is, 5.30 in the morning. I'm hanging out with you. I'm having my breakfast protein shake. When I get done here, I will edit this. I will post it to YouTube and the, to Buzzsprout. I will go straight into college work. I will do college work. Today, I will take my computer with me when I take my boy, my oldest boy, to golf lessons. While I'm there, I will do more college work, slash work on a paper I'm writing, a, a pamphlet book I'm writing. I will come home. Along the way coming home, I will stop and pick up a bigger drill for stirring cement that was a fence that we're building. I will come home. I will work some more. 
I will find myself at the office at about two o'clock, you know, the bar, of which I will do more paperwork there. I will be there till 5.30 or 6 o'clock. I will come home and I will do some more work. I'll either work on my book or something else here in the inner sanctum. And I'll go to bed somewhere before 11. And I'll wonder where the day went. And so many people are doing the same thing. We're doing it. We are straight addicted to busy. Oh, pardon that beyond. But hey, this is live and it's it's normal. You need a little more oxygen. You wouldn't think after having a brand new CPAP machine that I would need, I would yawn so much in the morning. But I guess my brain's so full of oxygen right now, I don't know what's going up. But we seem, as human beings, that there's a large majority of us that don't understand you don't have to be busy. My amazing, beautiful bride, for example, we worked, she did, and I did, together for years so that she could retire. You know, when it comes to the age race, she's a little bit ahead of me, and I wanted her to be able to retire. And we arranged it. We worked it out. We financially got where she could retire, where she could stay home and drink a cup of coffee. Oh, bada bing, bada boom. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, why don't you go ahead and click in the description down below. The uh, buy me a cup of coffee. Help support the show and keep all this equipment moving and all the things we're doing to help people rewrite their operating script. Take a moment and share it on your social media. I mean, social media is huge. As a matter of fact, social media keeps a lot of people clicking, and that's part of that busy we've been talking about. I mean, here I am getting ready to learn how to use TikTok. I guess that's great for helping more people hear the message. But she is addicted to busy. Absolutely, positively, 155%. We worked it out. We moved to the Black Hills, to these beautiful trees in our beautiful yard, and she could handle being retired for about three months. And then she's been working on getting herself the code of reciprocity teaching a license. And she works for my boss at one of his other companies. She made it retired for three months. The last couple of months she was here before she ended up going back to work all the time. She was always cleaning something, adjusting something, doing something. She nonstop from get up to go, get up to go down. She is at it. At it. I rarely see her sit down. I rarely see her. I mean, you know what? She maybe watches like, I think right now. Yeah, she's watching the Big Bang series, but she'll watch one episode in the evening before she goes to bed, if you will, while she does this foot massager. That's it. Let me tell you what, she pops out of bed without an alarm. I'm not even kidding. Yesterday, yesterday, get up. The 8.30, I'm out the door. I mean, I did my podcast here, the broadcast here, and uh, did all that. And down the road, I went to the hardware store. Picked up some stuff we needed. Went and picked up the contractor. Brought him back. He was working here. 
I was outside with an auger, blah, 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 digging holes in the ground, which let me tell you what, in the Black Hills, digging a hole in the ground ain't no joke. Anyway, and putting in poles for a chain link fence, throwing in cement, and I did that up to the last minute that I could do it, grabbed a shower, went to the bar, got there, went straight into all kinds of paperwork, inventories, and and faxes. I know, who faxes anymore? I didn't know how to do it. I literally had to look up how to do it, how to fax. I was like, how do you fax? I don't understand. <laughs> but figured it out. So, worked till 10 o'clock, was home by 10.30, came in here into the office, did a little bit, right? Addicted to busy. Too many people that are in the addiction look at their self-worth by how much they work. They don't even know they do it. And a lot of people look at how much they work according to their title. General manager, manager, CEO, owner. It's funny, we, we own our own businesses. One of the interesting things about owning your own business is a lot of people, once they own their own business, they sort of think that means that they have to work 100 hours a week. No. You have to work whatever it takes to sustain and grow, but nobody said you had to work 9,000 hours a week. There's too much of your life that is scooting on by while you work. I know a lady who works for a fast food type restaurant, and she probably works more than anybody I know. She's already worked through a couple of heart attacks, and she's a great human being, but she works like nobody, like nobody I've ever seen. Work, 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 work. Comes in on her day off. Work, work, work. And no offense to her or anybody out there that works like that, but why do we human beings allow ourselves to work so hard for a job that will replace us once we drop dead? Work so hard at a job that... I mean, come on, 90 hours a week? And people say, in no way you work 90 hours a week. Okay, let's do some math. If you work 10 hours a day, seven days a week, there's 70 hours. It ain't hard to get to 90. Yes, it is. That's 26 more hours. Okay, genius. Seven times 11 days, or 11 hours a day, 77 12 times 7 days. Do you see where we're going? Do we see it? 84. Not hard to get to 96 hours. When you walk in a building at 8 o'clock in the morning and you walk out at 10 o'clock at night, that's 14 hours, boys and girls. When you show up to the casino as the food and beverage director at six o'clock in the morning and you come home at 11 o'clock at night, way past 12 hours. Matter of fact, you're at 17 hours. Matter of fact, I know a person last weekend due to events worked 21 straight hours. 
For what? You didn't get any more pay. Nope. That's not the way it works. Because you're the boss, because you that makes that quantifies your significance in the world, because you're addicted to busy. You know what we should be addicted to? Quality time with our loved ones. I get it. Projects come along, timelines change, things come along where you don't have a choice. If you have a certain position or you're building a business and you need to get some work done, there's nothing you can do about it. You got to get the work done. I understand that. But why do we add more to it? You know, somebody said to me yesterday, I have too much on my plate. And I said, well, you have two ways to deal with it. You can either, A, get a bigger plate, so it doesn't look like you have so much, or B, clean off the plate. Why, I can't clean off the plate. You can't clean off the plate. No. There's nothing on your plate that you didn't, A, volunteer for, B, design yourself, or C, just decide to add that could not be removed from the plate if you're looking for more time. I call baloney. I call bullshit. We people who are addicted to busy do it all the time. I mean, I I can't believe how many things that I work at. Every silly day or have going on where we're finishing a basement. Contractors help me finish up, tighten up that bathroom. And then we got to finish the boys' playroom, you know, their hangout room. While I'm putting in 150 feet of chain link fence out here for the dogs. And of course, I got five and a half acres, so we got to do weed eating and we got to do yard maintenance and you got to do lawn mowing. And we're getting ready to dig a hole up there on the top of the property to drop in a septic tank so we can put in a couple of parts, like a little, a couple of places for RVs to be. And then we're probably going to do some work up there in the big shop we have at the top of the property. One, to add a bathroom, two, to make it so a couple of young 20 year olds that you know family and friends can live up there for a while until they get some things going on for themselves what uh, i got this whole new job thing that i'm not job job ah jobs no junky old bosses don't like jobs i have one but you know i'm not a fan of them but hey i'm, I'm working on writing two books i'm going to school full-time and i'm you know still raising two boys Working on another part of the restaurant solutions. You see what I'm saying? There's so much going on. But yet I still have time to take a break, smoke a cigar. I still have time to go wander the property. I still have time to stare out the window. Because I still keep it in a box. I still, even though there's so much I have to do and so many things I'm going to do and so much stuff I'm working on that you would seem like I couldn't do anymore. Well, the problem is I could. And the problems, ladies and gentlemen, is a lot of us, if we can, we do. When we do, we get to the point sooner or later where we buried ourselves. And if you don't figure out how to shave down enough time to do like I do, what I call a cigar break, a solid hour during your busy day, solid hour, where you don't do nothing, your mind doesn't keep up. 
the operating script will turn into a mechanism that's driving you. But you're not going to want to know where it, you don't you don't want to go where it's going to go. You're going to wake up one day with all the things that you dreamed of and no time to do any of it. What good is it to have an Olympic sized swimming pool in your house if you don't have time to swim? What good is it to have your dream car in your driveway if you don't have time to drive it? And what good is it to have all the money in the world if you have no time to spend it? Have you thought about these things? A lot of people's dreams are wonderful. They're beautiful. They're, they're fantastic. They're magnificent, especially when they explain them to you. And what they're willing to do to get them, either A, is never enough, or B, is plenty, and they'll go way beyond. But when the, the, but when the B happens, they don't have any time. They're too busy. I know a guy who's a CEO of two major corporations and a published author. He has one of the prettiest cars I ever put my hand on. Beautiful Lamborghini. It's four years old. 2,700 miles on it. Four years old. 2,700 miles on it. What? I know a person who has a car collection. They don't drive the cars. It's just a collection. When I say, why do you have a car collection you never drive? You know what he says to me? It's just proof of how hard I work. Proof of how hard I work. So I'm so addicted to busy that I've worked myself to where I can have this magnificent car collection. But I'm so busy, I never get to drive them. You know, the uh, what was the song? Cats in the Cradle with a Silver Spoon. Little Boy Blue and the Man on the Moon. Right? When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. Right? The father was so busy in the song that he never spent time with his son. Parents are so busy doing things, they never spent time with their kids. And then they wonder why when they get older, the kids don't want to be around them. The kids are so busy. They're going to do what they see you do. And of all they ever see you do is work, 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 work. Guess what they might do? Now, granted, there's, there are exceptions, everybody. Come on now, give me a break here. Don't get all twisted about, well, I know somebody who don't do shit. We all do. And those are the people that will help create really bad times. Really bad times. Because they don't give anything to society. And the people who are addicted to busy will sooner or later stop. We're not going down that we're not going down that road. We're not going down that economics road that has been proven over and over and over again. And that is when you have such a big base of lazy people, it destroys the base of hardworking people. The hardworking people stop working. The lazy people never did anything in the first place. Your economy collapses. You have no country and you're in an anarchy. Some people say, well, that would be fun. You think you're addicted to busy now? Why don't we let anarchy take over your country and guess what you're going to discover? You're spending every waking money trying to stay alive. We're not going down that road. But Addicted to Busy is more than a one-day show. Oh, yeah, and tonight I will do my wonderful Wednesday show with Eric for tomorrow's posting. You got to take a look at what you're doing. Figure out if it's enough. Or if it's too much. Now, there's a fine line. 
if it's too much, you got to back it down. You got to be stopped at being addicted to busy. You know, people say to me all the time, well, I don't like religion. Well, good for you. Everything says that we should take a day off. Unplug. You know, I've done shows called Sweet Simple Sunday. And because that just happens to be one of the days that I like to try to take off. My wife is home. A lot of the family is home. Not much pressure to be anywhere. We talk, and you, you'll go turn back time videos. You'll find sweet, simple Sunday messages there. I'm, I'm posting those as I go. Hey, there you go. There's another thing I'm doing. <laughs> I literally have a whiteboard right there that literally has probably 20 things on it. Plus, I schedule. I have my schedule posted right there, and my schedule posted right here. You know, zero five thirty to zero six thirty. Hashtag Attitude Shield and podcast work. Seven thirty, six thirty to seven thirty. We have the guitar lessons. There's the guitar sitting right there. And then, of course, 0730-0930, schoolwork for me and the boys. And then from 930 to 1030, it's YRS work. From 1030 to 11, I take a break. From 11 to 12, it's make-up work time, things that I fell behind on today. And then 12 to 1 o'clock, it's housework slash yard work slash maintenance. So I literally have a schedule that already dictates what I do in the first seven and a half hours of the day. Some people don't even do work for seven minutes of the day, right? So anyway, addicted to busy. That's what we're talking about this week and how to deal with it. All right. So for today, remember, if, if the you have two choices, if you have too much on your plate, get a smaller plate or get some of that stuff off there. We got to learn how to take time off in our mind and process. Let's talk about addicted to busy more on not tomorrow because that's a wonderful Wednesday wisdom, but we rolled on Thursday. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.